Hello, everybody. This is Tom Eckert here. You're listening to my podcast, Numerology, a GPS for the soul. This is your place to learn about the true power of numerology and how to use it to bring out the best in yourself, understand your loved ones better, take wise decisions, and prepare for your future. In other words, how to live your life aligned with your true destiny. Take your time to educate yourself and share these podcasts with your friends and family so they too can enjoy the great benefits of numerology. Enjoy! Hello, my lovely friends and listeners. Um, what a joy, what a joy to, to record yet another podcast episode. You know, I've, I've seen this podcast uh, growing from nothing to, you know, thousands and thousands of listeners. And this is just really, really exciting for me. Um, I just want to share this. You know, I see the podcast growing. I'm getting more and more people uh, contacting me and telling me how this podcast is precious for them and how much they learn from it and you know for me this is a great encouragement and and really shows me that I can share valuable knowledge in a topic that is a little bit obscured by a lot of um how would I say um misunderstanding um and sometimes even um uh, an oversimplification and flattening. So I'm, I'm super happy. I'm super happy to get really good reactions from people. I even have people, you know, contacting me and giving me ideas from new, new podcasts. So that's super cool. And, and thank you all for, for doing this. Um, I hope I can continue contributing. Um, now, before we jump into today's episode, which is going to be really juicy and interesting, maybe you've already uh, understood that from the title. So I'd just like to remind those of you who are new to my podcast or those who are already my listeners that um, I have an online numerology course and that there's a secret episode, uh, an episode among my other podcast episodes, I won't tell you which one, in which I give a 65% discount, a coupon for this course. So it's exclusive only for my podcast listeners. It's not uh, advertised anywhere else. So it's for you guys to learn numerology, uh, um, a little gift. So to find out where this coupon is, you'll have to listen to my podcast episodes. Okay, my friends. Um, and also, of course, if you want a professional numerology reading for yourself or your loved ones, don't hesitate to contact me directly through my uh, website link. Uh, you have it in the podcast uh, description. Okay, so without further ado, let us jump right in into today's topic. And we are talking about numbers and sexuality. Yes, yes, yes. A topic that we all love, uh, not necessarily um, an easy uh, topic, um, but nevertheless, a very important, very central topic in our lives, both, um, you know, when men and women alike. Um, so yeah, how do numbers influence our sexuality? How do they behave in bed? How, or in, in other words, like what's their sexual temperament, uh, degree of desire? How do they behave sexually? Or like, what's their sexual style, quote unquote, if we can call it that way? Um, 
Yeah, so pretty, right, juicy, interesting topic. Uh, people don't talk about that that often. I decided I want to jump into the water and just, you know, say a few words about that because, you know, what's the value of numerology if it cannot, you know, really give us insight into the very details and and and, and important parts, important aspects of our human life, relationships, sexuality, career, uh, whatever. So today... It's about sex, my friends. Yes. Now, um, before we jump into the, you know, into each and every number, because that's what I'm going to do. I'm literally going to go through all the numbers from one to nine and say something about their temperament, their style, how they are in bed, um, maybe what they like, what they don't don't like, and so on. But before that, it's very important to explain a couple of things. First of all, none of us is made out of one number. Okay, so when you hear number one is like this, or number two is like this, or whatever number is like this, don't confuse that with your life path. Many, many people say, I'm a seven, or I'm a five. No, you're not. You are many numbers. You're a composition of many numbers, uh, and the most important ones are the ones that are called your five core numbers, and out of those, I would even... Um, uh, focus on the core three numbers, which are your life path, your expression number, and your solar number, which are the three most central components that make your blueprint. So when you listen to me explaining the temperament of the numbers sex, in, in sex and so on in bed, try to afterwards, if you don't already know your core numbers, calculate your five core numbers and look at the at the three most influential ones that I just mentioned a moment ago, and try to derive from that, like what kind of type you are, because you're not one number, you're a few numbers that create a kind of an energetic blueprint or an energetic tendency, okay? So now, having said that, I want to also say one more thing about the numbers themselves. So every number has a certain energetic temperament, Okay. Um, you know, this can be, for example, being more masculine or more feminine, more soft or more intense, more desirous or more shy, and so on. Now, this temperament translates not only to our decisions in career, right? It also translates into the way we behave sexually. And this can affect uh, our sexuality in positive and in negative ways. And negative, you know, I mean, for example, there are certain blockages that, you know, can occur. Uh, and that's very natural. You know, no one is perfect and that's part of our life. So let's listen with an open mind and, um, and see uh, what this episode brings. I always love these episodes because, you know, I always write a, a couple of notes for myself to follow, but I always let myself kind of like flow spontaneously because it's, it's, a living, it's a living knowledge. That's what I try to always teach my students and anyone who listens to me. Numerology has to become alive inside of you so that like you plug into the energy of number one or two or five or seven, whatever, and you start communicating that energy. So let's see. Let's see how number one behaves in sex, in bed. What do they prefer? What do they like? So first of all, we have to understand that number one is more decisive. Number one um, kind of goes straight to the target. Number one is not about too much foreplay, for example, too many games, or if they're into foreplay, 
um, then it's kind of they they kind of know what they want. Okay, they know how they want it, and they're willing to go for what they want. Number one is not afraid. They're not afraid to to uh, take what they want. And on purpose, I'm saying that, right? Sometimes with sexuality, we just want, hey, I want you to touch me like this, or I don't want you to touch me that way. I don't like this, or I do like that, right? So number one are, are very good in just asking for what they want or going for what they want or simply doing what they want, literally taking control of the situation. Now, number one are also simple about sex, meaning they don't make a big fuss around it. They don't make a big drama out of it, a big... Uh, for example, if I've had some kind of hurt or like not such a great sexual experience once or twice or thrice, I don't make like a big deal out of it. I just keep going. Number one is, you know, they don't, how would I say that? Like they don't keep a grudge. They don't keep like a big um, load um, that is kind of like an effect of the past. They simply, you know, it's like, okay, sure, let's have sex. Let's enjoy ourselves kind of. Let's just go for it. Um, are they very desirous? I wouldn't say that necessarily. Yes, they can be experimental, um, but I think they also are very clear about like what they want and how they want it. Decisive, as we know, number one. Also willing to take control, right? So willing to kind of like dominate a little bit like the sexual act, for example. And this, this is, by the way, uh, valid for men and women alike. So this is not one, right, is a more masculine number, but masculine doesn't mean a man or a woman. It's a quality. Good. Let us move on. Number two. Now, maybe part of what I'm, gonna, what I'm gonna say about number two is gonna surprise some people, but number two, usually people know how sensitive it is and how gentle and right, and it's so kind of like open and 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 vulnerable. But let me tell you something. Number two is a very sensual number. They love sex. They love they're erotic. Number, set, number two is erotic, they're sensual, they're receptive, which means like they can also, you know, they touch, they know how to touch and be touched. They really can kind of like, so in a sense, as opposed to number one, they don't know how to ask for what they want. So it's in a sense, number two ways to be invited. Okay, so for example, like if I'm a man or a woman, I would want to usually see i would want to let the other person first of all i like, kind of like take me to bed invite me to bed and only then i will kind of once i'm invited once i'm in then i feel comfortable and then i can start touching really sensually and enjoy the touch and right right everything i feel everything around my body it's super sensual and erotic so you'll be surprised that number two can be a very sexual and very sensual number it's only that they're more kind of shy and they will not initiate most of the time. So it's hard for them to, quote unquote, take what they want as opposed to number one. It's more like they're waiting for that invitation. But once invited, once they get in the door, once you have them naked and with you in bed and you're touching them first and they feel, okay, that's it. Okay, I was invited. Now I can also touch back then you will start to be surprised. You will be surprised how sensual and how well they can touch you. Fantastic. Let's move on. So um, it's getting hotter and hotter here. So number three. Number three um, 
they're very fun. There's something really, you know, number three is they're not sexy. It's not like a sexy energy. It's not so very like sexual um, as maybe some people will think, but they're more fun. They're more open to be with. They're, they're very open to experiment and try out new things in bed. They're very curious. You know, let's try out this. Let's try out that position. Maybe even try like some sex toys. Let's try out, I don't know, whatever. Um, right? So there's something, again, super curious about number three. And so that makes them very open towards sex. And again, they come light towards towards it. They don't kind of bring a lot of baggage with them. Uh, uh, um normally so they 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 don't have like a strong how would i say that it's like they don't have like a strong sexual presence like for example with number two they can be sometimes very attractive um there's something magnetic with number two number three doesn't have that they can be super sweet like their looks can be super sweet and you want to just like bite them you know what i mean like number you want to eat them number three but they're not it's more that sweetness and playfulness and curiosity that they bring. That's really their gift in bed. Um, so it's more fun. It's more like a playful um, being in essence. Now, again, remember, if you are used to think of yourself as number three, but you say, hey, but I'm actually super sensual and super sexual. Just remember, you are not only one number. So just look at the core blueprint in your five core numbers just to see what other numbers you have. Maybe you have a two, right? That we just talked about also a very sensual and erotic part. So you have to see all the, you know, the combination of numbers that you have. That will give you kind of like a picture of who you are sexually. Okay, moving on to number four. So number four, um, as, as we know number four, right? Number four is a bit more like that square energy, right? That root chakra energy. We're talking about something more controlling. And what that means sexually is, first of all, that in general, number four doesn't, won't necessarily feel that comfortable talking about sexual topics unless, again, unless, again, they have other numbers that really support that, Right? Um, but let's say four in and of themselves, they're a bit more closed and reserved. Like they don't want to talk too much or reveal too much about their desires or how they feel. It's a bit more like a secret because there's something very exposing about sexuality and number four doesn't like be, to be exposed. They're more controlling, a little bit more rigid. So they have more specific wishes. I would say sexually, uh, and needs. They want it in this way or that way. It's like they can tell you sometimes exactly what position they prefer and what smell they need and what they don't like. And, you know, uh, they like it when people touch them in that way, but not in the other. It's Sometimes it's like, you know, it's, again, the boundaries. Number four is a number of boundaries and definitions. So things are very defined with them. It's like they know what they like and they know what they don't like. And they know, uh, and they need like a specific maybe atmosphere or a way that kind of one touches them or how they enter the whole sexual kind of like um, situation and and so on and so forth. Um, so now because of their tendency, by the way, to be more controlled. Um, now, again, we try to be more controlled, but there are these sexual forces and these sexual forces are not something you can really tame. They're simply there. But because of the force tendency, 
what happens often is that they seek for something to break that control, okay? So that they can kind of open up sexually. Sometimes they will do it in more rough ways. This can be sometimes trying, for example, um, S&M, or, you know, sometimes even some level of aggression or, you know, some, a bit more intensity. Um, I've even seen men with, with strong fours, for example, that wanted to experience, either became gay or turned out to be gay or just wanted to experience sexuality with men because it's kind of, you know, to experience breaking some limitation, right? To be opened, literally, you know? Um, but what I'm saying is also, and vice versa, by the way, I saw women with strong force becoming lesbians. It's like needing something to either soften you, right? Uh, or uh, from both in both kind of ways, in both directions. So it's very interesting to see that. It's, again, it's not uh, uh, um, valid for everyone. In general, uh, they will feel more comfortable in sex and in bed when they feel safe and when they can, um, and comfortable, right? They know kind of what are the rules of the game and they feel that they are in control and you're not kind of like crossing their boundaries and suddenly like taking them into a situation that they don't know uh, how to handle. Then they can really flow sexually and sometimes even surprise you with like, you know, with, with, being really, really nice, sexually speaking, like also kind of like knowing how to touch because eventually four does have good hands and that's interesting. Okay, moving on, let's talk about number five. So number five, I mean, come on, we all know number five and if you don't, then number five is all about uh, sensuality and sexuality. It's literally part of the topic of number five as such. So with number five, it's pretty easy to talk about sex. Number five has a lot of sexual desire. They are desirous. They're super experimental. They are sexy by nature. They are they are sexy. They love to show off their sexiness. They love to provoke. They love to, um, you know, charm others. Um, they love sex and they want it. They want quite a lot of it. Again, if they're not traumatized, uh, if they haven't, you know, violated their own boundaries or their boundaries haven't been violated, they really love sex and they just want it and love it. And um, and what's also amazing about number five is that they're so fluid. And with number five, you will often see, for example, people that are gender fluid, willing to experiment both with men, women, you know, whatever. Um, they're willing to try out almost anything. Um, again, very connected to the sensual dimension. Um, what else can I say? Now, it's it's what I can say on on, on let's say a more a more um, let's say challenging level is that what I'm saying now is valid for a five, but sometimes when because five can also be like a karmic five, a karmic debt, a fourteen five. Again, I'm not gonna go deep into that. That's maybe for another episode, but. If it's a 14-5, it depends. Sometimes the, the sexuality can become then very suffocated, um, but very often it'll kind of like go back and forth between kind of suffocation and blockages around sexuality and, and kind of overdoing it, being totally promiscuous, like just sleeping with anybody and everybody and just like a lot and too much. 
So that's really, really sweet and, and funny about number five. But definitely five is one of the strong numbers of desire, a little bit similar to, to number two, right? So we have already two as a very like sensual and sexual, and we have number five as a very sensual, sexual number. Let's see what awaits us as we move on. Next, we have number six. Number six is a bit of a different frequency. Um, we have here a more like a warm embracing personality also in bed so someone who needs who, who brings a kind of warmth you feel embraced you feel loved you feel hugged in their touch you feel that they're kind of really with you and seeing you and i think they really also kind of care for they care for you so i think there's something very giving about their presence like and their touch also you feel that they're really um very often that they give you you know they want to please you they want to pleasure you as well both men and women um and what's interesting about number six is that they love combining emotion romance and atmosphere they love to create atmosphere and romance around sexuality to kind of create like the special evening in the room maybe like some kind of background sexy jazzy music and a kind of a certain dim light and Maybe, I don't know, to, to meet in some kind of um, romantic way, a glass of wine, then kind of go to bed and right and get into it and kind of, but it's it, it, with sex because it's almost like they have the relationship energy so strong embedded in them. It's almost like for them, they need, especially when in a relationship, it's like, they need some kind of steadiness with having sex because it's like it's almost like a way to confirm the love between them and their partner that the relationship is still alive that there is love between us that there's this glue connecting us right so <clears throat> so as i'm saying like emotion enters the picture and this is again is valid both for men and women um so right so so um so when there's atmosphere, when there's emotion, um, that's where they really thrive. That's where they feel at home and they can really give of themselves a lot. And they're wonderful at, at giving of themselves in, in, in sex. Next, we have number seven. Now, number seven is interesting because, you know, it's a kind of spiritual number. Um, it's 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 a more mindy number, but um, despite being kind of a very deep number um, and even shy in some ways, sometimes more uh, introverted, they also carry um, a deep capacity for sexuality and erotic desires. It's like they have like this deep inner world, a rich you know, world of fantasy and deep wishes, right? So the, 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 the difficulty for seven is that, you know, they often feel awkward about their physicality. Just remember when I'm saying this, that again, we are composed of many numbers. So you might have numbers that balance that a bit, but still they feel very often awkward about their physical body, but they still have strong desires. And that's, what's kind of funny about them. Um, so it's a little bit similar to number two in that way of like shyness, but still having like a world of deep desire. Um, it is also hard for them to ask for what they want. Um, 
but as opposed to like what's different between them and the two, you know, the two, yes, they, they don't ask for what they want, but once they're invited, they kind of really flow and they give of themselves and so on. But the seven, what's funny is that they are a little bit impatient. So the seven, for example, they would want to be served with what they should or they expect the other to know what they want and to give them exactly what they want, sexually speaking, right? So it's a little bit like that kind of like, again, maybe not willing to um, do the physical steps necessary. And part of that is due to fear, just due to fear and shyness and awkwardness around the physical dimension, feeling awkward about themselves. So they just would wish, there's a kind of secret wish there to just be given what they want, sexually speaking, without them having to kind of ask for it. But they can have a very strong desire to experience sex in all kinds of ways. Um, sometimes the seven can be a little bit conservative with their wishes and not have like too much patience to try out new things, for example. Especially, for example, if they have like a partner of a three, let's say, um, that wants to try this and why to try wants to try that kind of touch and this kind of touch and this uh, from this and that direction, whatever. Sevens just say, come on, let's just get it over with. Um, let's just have like a 10 minute sexual session, have an orgasm and get it over with, right? In a way that's kind of intense, good and quick and so on. This is, by the way, a little bit similar to number one. Number one also wants to kind of get to the business quickly. It's not necessarily about a lot of experimentation. Fantastic. So um, we've covered number seven and we're moving to number eight. Now, number eight is really cool to talk about in this, in this um, respect because number eight is perhaps the most sexual number of all. Um, it might come to some of you as a surprise. Maybe some people think number five is, but I would say eight is eight is in my opinion, the most sexual number of all. They're supercharged with sexual energy. Um, I would even say like very electric and desirous. Um, they literally want to like, it's like they see um, they see the, the, the other as a prey. They just want to kind of like conquer, right? The other sexually. They want to have sex. They are intense about it sometimes even get themselves into trouble with sexual matters. Um, and that that is especially true if they also have a five in their core numbers. So if you have like an eight and five guys, um, especially if you're a woman, just try to think about your life very often. Like you might have gotten yourself into all kinds of sexual situations. Maybe some of them super fun and exciting, but some of them maybe a little bit crossing your boundaries. Um, but anyhow, you know, eight is very desirous. They want to either control or be controlled. It's a little bit like a game they love in bed, um, right? So it can be like this kind of wish and desire they have. Um, and, and also, you know, eight is a very ambitious number. So there's almost like something about them that wants to prove um through their ability, for example, to attract others or get them to bed. Um, to um, they are almost they want to prove their sexiness to themselves. They want to prove their power through their sex. So that's a little bit like number eight. But again, 
very charged sexually, uh, very strong sexual number, um, and they need to live that out. It's, 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 um, it's very powerful. Okay, and last but not least, we have number nine. Now, number nine is very sexually open. In general, it's like it's a very flowing, a very capable number. And when I mean capable, I mean like it's almost like number nine has a bit of a mastery uh, quality to it. It's like they just know how to do a lot of things. So even in bed, it's like once they get into it, they just know the um, they just know how to get around. They know how to touch. And, you know, it's almost like they they have this natural experience. So they know how to be very sexual, very naturally. Uh, they're very giving, they're open-minded. Again, like uh, a big, vast space for experimentation, exploration. Um, they definitely have a lot of sexual appetite. Uh, nine, again, nine is, is a big number. Nine is not for small things. So definitely they have a lot of sexual appetite. They're willing to try out whatever. Um, they're willing to also try out you know, non-monogamous settings um and all kinds of things right so they're very they're definitely very sexual but but very open very open minded very open to experimentation again threesomes orgies um what have you okay so nines are again it's a very open field of experimentation um what's also very interesting about number 9 is their um openness to an ability also to experience sex on many different levels and dimensions. So, for example, they can enjoy really raw, wild, intense sex, but they can also flow into highly spiritual, meditative sex. So it's interesting about them, this kind of capacity to move between like the different dimensions of sexuality um, and experience, right? Like the different tastes and textures of what sex can be definitely unconventional so they join this group of unconventional numbers a bit like number five um and a little bit like number three i would say so nine five three have that kind of like similarity of being unconventional open super willing to experiment and when we look at more desirous numbers we look at like eight five and maybe two like so if you have like those three in your combo there's definitely a lot of sexuality inside of you However, 8, 5, and 2 will also probably get themselves into some kind of sexual troubles um, because it's a kind of like, you know, a lot of desire combined with emotion, combined with sometimes a more promiscuous attitude, pr combined with sometimes not knowing where to set the boundaries. So it's, 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 it's a gift and a challenge. <laughs> okay, Wow. Um, yes, so we covered all the nine numbers, and, and again, I just want you to, to remember, you are made of several numbers. Now, if you don't know your five core numbers, I suggest you either go to my website or my blog. I have um, an article that teaches you how to calculate your five core numbers. Um, otherwise, I have an episode um, about the, the nine um, destiny numbers, although that actually focuses only on the life path. So I would suggest you find that blog post of mine. Uh, otherwise, you know, I'm sure you can you can just find very easily how to calculate the five core numbers. Just Google it and you will just, you know, you will get it in Western numerology. And yeah, and find out 
what kind of sexual um, type you are. What's the major kind of flow, you know, that, that you have in bed? And that's interesting. That's really cool. And that's very helpful because sometimes, you know, you're trying to be something you're not. You're finding with yourself. You're trying to be a five when you're actually a seven. You're trying to be, I don't know, you're trying to be a, a two when you're actually a one. You're trying to be a one when you're a two. Again, we're living in a society with a lot of funny expectations and, and, and social images that we try to fulfill that are not matching who we really are. So numerology is here to just help us be ourselves and to liberate, liberate us from you know, trying to, to put on an image or a mask. So learn yourself. Learn yourself even sexually. Fantastic, my friends. So just remember, um, if you want to learn numerology a bit deeper, check out my online numerology course. Find the secret episode I mentioned in the beginning with the coupon. It's a 65% off. It's a wonderful course. And again, if you want a numerology reading, simply contact me directly from my website. Um, Yes, my friends. So take care. I'm super happy to share this with you. And I'll see you, as always, in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, and you want to go deeper into numerology, check out my website, tom-eckert.com. You can also book a numerology reading or even study numerology yourself through my courses. I'll see you in the next episode.